This is now another episode of the Army of Smartness podcast. I'm your co-host, Ryan, and with me as always, the man with the plan, the man of the hour, too sweet to be sour, Mr. JD. JD, how you be? Oh, we be. We be very much. Uh, we be better than we were over the weekend because the, the stomach bee, the stomach bug, hit every member of the Blevins clan um, through all of last week in some permutation, so... Glad it's permutated out of the house, and uh, hopefully our North Carolina trip that got postponed last week will be good to go for St. Patty's. Absolutely. Aaron, go Brock for everybody. Yeah, Aaron Brockovich, definitely. I mean, that's not necessarily what I watch on St. Patrick's, but you do you. We all have our own traditions. Yeah, I mean, Ireland forever, you dodo. Uh, But, uh, yes, obviously, we're here in Savannah we're known for a few things, uh, one of which being the um, well, stone the stone stairs of death, the stone stairs of death, of course, but of course, the also the uh, ever so popular St. Patrick's Day festivities here for the weekend is the second biggest in the country, probably, I assume, the third or fourth biggest in the world. Um, but anyways, yeah. so. We've got that going on this weekend. Everybody's real pumped up about it because, uh, well, the pollen uh, there, we've had some good rain come through, so there's not quite as much pollen out right now. And a cold snap followed up by a cold snap and a cold snap. So maybe those trees learned their lesson. Um, but, uh, anyways, so follow us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook at army of smartness. And of course, email us at army of smartness at gmail.com. Um, excuse me, editor's note for the last Mm -hmm. episode, uh, having some issues with Apple podcasts for some reason, it's not refreshing and we're still working on that. So to everyone, well, the, uh, anchor is actually now Spotify podcasts, uh, for, um, uh, for podcasters and, um, it doesn't, uh, the ad at the beginning of the show. Well, it, yeah, they tell me to i will and uh it doesn't appear that there's uh anything on anchor side that's messing up it, it apparently seems to be coming from apple so uh hopefully we'll get that cleared up that. because honestly i had fun doing that so uh, mm-hmm. with uh apologies to Anne frank and is this uh going on to the internet at all <clears throat> uh, or is this just us talking uh, yeah i mean eventually it will yeah okay that's, I mean, that's huh. what that's what we generally do. Uh, I assumed I was playing along with your fantasy, or you were with mine. I'm not. It, I was never 100 percent clear on that. So this is actually going out on the internet airwaves. Yeah, you should listen to us. It's live a lot to tape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I heard it before. Well, uh, JD, we got a couple of things we're going to get to today. Of course, we're doing a watch along of the Steve Austin versus Kevin Owens show, or excuse me. The Kevin Owens, mm-hmm. uh, the Kevin Owens, at, uh, of course, mm-hmm. at WrestleMania 38 last year, because JD did not watch it for some reason. And so oh, I have reasons, and we'll get into those. Well, and they ended up being nothing. But so, Hall of Fame announcements this morning. Yes. We covered that a little bit in our last episode. Uh, so far, we have Mr. Ray Mysterio Jr. going into the Hall of Fame. Um, a, a little odd that they have chosen to go with an active wrestler as uh yeah see we had remember. this whole conversation last time it, it maybe he's on his way out the door um 
Yeah, maybe. maybe. Is it just a part timer? I don't. I don't know. He's still performing at a high level as far as in ring well, yeah. is concerned. I mean, especially for Ray, uh, for a man who gave his eye to to the business. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't. I can't imagine. You know, Foley gave an ear. Uh, Ray gives an mm-hmm. eye. Uh, now we just need somebody to give an arm, and we'll have a uh, mystery book from when I was a kid: the ear, the eye, and the arm. Well, shout out! Uh, looking at you, GCW. You're next. Uh, All right. Also, they're announcing that uh, the Great Muda is going into the Hall of Fame and being inducted yes. by Rick Flair. Um, <laughs> well, with the uh, tragic passing of Playboy Gary Hart, that does make sense. <clears throat> well. This is true, but it was also Ric Flair that actually brought him over to the States initially, um, or according to Rick anyways. So Ric Flair, I well, think, has yeah. inducted quite a few people. Um, well, he knows everybody. Well, he inducted Sting, yeah. he inducted uh, Harley, yeah. he inducted, uh, he inducted, gosh, he's inducted a few people. And of course, he inducted himself. And well, he... He, uh, you know, he's a huge part of a lot of these people's stories, and certainly for some of them, the biggest part that's still alive. I mean, Harley, you know, also inducted Steamboat. Yeah, I mean, Savage was no longer with the company by that point. I don't know if he was dead, uh, dead or alive at that point. I don't remember what year Steamboat went in. It was prior to 2011, then, um, you know, Savage was around, but not around, so to speak. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Sting, had, Flair gave him the match that made him a star. Uh, Harley, they had an iconic rivalry when when Rick was the one on the come up. Uh, you know, Ricky and and Rick, they we, what have we not said about their series of uh, of NWA Championship matches? And uh, to hear, I think both of them tell it their their U.S. title matches in the seventies were better. So well, you know. And uh, I think he also inducted uh, Roddy Piper. Really? Uh, That's an interesting one. Yeah. Hogan um, wouldn't even do that, huh? <laughs> Hogan ain't doing no jobs. I know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know when Piper went in. I'm assuming it's the early 2000s. So I don't I don't know exactly what <clears throat> Hogan's relationship was with the company at that yeah. point in time. Probably when well, Hogan speaking was of, in um, TNA, if I had to guess. Yeah, maybe. <clears throat> Speaking of being inducted by Flair, the uh, the Word Around Campfire, Stacey Keebler, entering the uh, Hall of Fame. Being inducted um, by David Flair. Yeah. Actually, I have breaking news on that. I just saw uh, come across here. I will be inducting uh, Stacey <laughs> Keebler into the Hall of Fame. I will pay my own trans, my own uh, hotel. I, I will be there uh, to induct Stacey uh, personally. Now, don't Welcome you do that. In, I, will, the, I, will uh, pay, I will pay mine and hers. <laughs> Don't make this a bidding war. <laughs> it was, you know what, man. I, I, I just, I hate to see a damsel in distress, and I will be. Yeah, there I'd help her out of that dress as soon as I could. And distress, and distress, and that dress. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, honestly, I mean, what can you say about Stacy Keebler other than, damn, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, it's uh, I'll uh. I'll, uh, I'll I'll take just one little sip right here. Um, tad thirsty, but uh, yeah, but, yeah. There's a lot of thirst. We need some hydration uh, around this, uh, this podcast. Pretty pretty thirsty today. 
Yeah, Stacy Keebler going in. I think I don't think that we thought that, about that's her. That's the rumor. It hasn't week. been. Well, you know, did we mention her? I don't think because yeah, she was not necessarily one that I had. I she's one that I don't think is a bad nominee by a stretch of the imagination. Nope. I mean, <laughs> nope. well, not just that, not just because of the obvious reasons, uh, but. You know, she was a manager. She wasn't a wrestler. Let's not. I mean, she had a few matches, but she was not a wrestler. She was a valet, um, you know, and I don't know. For for that role that she was tasked to do, she did great. So, it's interesting to see her go in before Miss Elizabeth. Like if we're, well, if we're, again, if we're letting you're, you're in managers tempt, you're and You're baiting me again on, on the uh, on the hot takes here. So uh, I'm not going to get baited into the Miss Elizabeth hot take. Although, well, I mean, to be okay, fair, so tell it's me actually a, a pretty good comparison. I, I was about to say, tell me a difference. It, it's I know. Yeah, no, I get it. Uh, longevity in the business. Uh, and one's still, still never alive. learning to do anything. Well, not just that, but like longevity in the business and still never learning <laughs> to do any part of it. Um, would be something I would say against uh, Miss Elizabeth. Well, I mean, so, if that's the case, then Goldberg shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame either. I 100% agree he should not be in the <laughs> Hall of Fame. Um, speaking of Goldberg, actually, let, let's let's put a pin in that till we get to our Bray Wyatt story. But um, no, I mean Goldberg should be because he was the he was a main he was a top guy in WCW at the beginning of yeah you know, at the the crest of their their popularity. So I understand why Goldberg is in there. So I get it. I'm not saying Goldberg shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. I'm saying, yes, everybody else, but he was a 25-year oh, veteran. No, he was a five-year veteran spread out over 25 years. Um, so it's not, again, I don't want to get, get me too hot too early. we got Stacey Keebler. we got hot takes. Yeah, I'm just, it's too hot over here on this side right now. Um, so, yeah. No, Goldberg, I understand why he's in. Miss Elizabeth, to to your point, I would understand them putting her in. But my personal hot take is that she is the single most overrated piece of talent in the history of the business. Mm. Or shame. Got, yeah. got oh. lust. But I understand why you would put her in. I understand <clears throat> that. And I think for the, I don't want to say the role that she played, for the position she was put in, and uh, during wrestling's heyday, I understand putting her in the Hall of Fame. But we're talking about a woman, God rest her soul, who for 20 years in the business, 15 years at least in the business, couldn't work, couldn't talk, couldn't. I mean, she my 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 famous phrase about her is she might as well have been a belt because she was just there for other people to fight over. Um, uh, I can feel it. You got lust in your eyes. Yeah, and, and again, and in your black heart. No, I was, you know, what, during the Mega Powers angle, I was five. I was a year into the business, uh, the business of watching wrestling. Uh, she looked like the nice older lady down the street to me. I never looked at her as a, um, you know, as in that in that fashion. Said, oh, man, that yellow like, dress, that yellow dress, man, you're kidding. I, honestly, I, I thought she I go I thought back she and looked, look at it now, she's very attractive. But, I but thought, at the honestly, time, I'm five, six years old. I thought that's that she not, looked better. I thought she looked better as Liz in WCW. Honestly, I would agree with that too. Um, I would agree. She wore too much makeup or too much obvious makeup 
in the WWE. Like the like makeup is great as an accent, but when I can tell what you got on, I, that yeah. again tastes very. You tried you sang the praises of Sable of all all creatures uh, last week, so I won't we won't get into that. Well, but I would not call Brock Lesnar my personal creature. <laughs> Yeah, if Brock Lesnar ever meets me, and well, if anyone ever tells him about any of this, he'd, he'd kill me. But uh, that's that's fair. But yeah, not my speed, not not my not my thing. Silicone parts are made for toys. Um, all right, all right. I'm gonna send this to Brock. My close well, that'll be one friend. listener for the week. My um, close personal friend. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh. So speaking of, of hurting people, um. Bobby Lashley now finds himself um, opponentless, I guess, matchless. He was already matchless, but now he is matchless uh, at this year's WrestleMania as Bray Wyatt has been very reported to have taken his ball and gone home, has also been reported to have had an injury. Um, I, you know, I, I referenced Goldberg earlier. I wondered how Goldberg was going to work his way onto this WrestleMania, and here we are. Um, you know, the, we've got, cause I think he's a natural, uh, contender to vie with Bobby Lashley for the leadership of the hurt business. Cause that's what he does. He hurts people, uh, you know, Goldberg, yeah. I think it's a natural fit. So I think he, he and Bobby are going to have a, a match for leadership of the hurt business, um, here, here at WrestleMania. Uh, and, and so, yeah, that's, that's. Fantastic, right? Yeah. So <clears throat> I don't know what's going on with Bray. Um, no one does. It, it's, it's, he's either hurt or is having some creative differences. Um, it seems, either his I mean, knee or it, his feelings are hurt, is my understanding. And it seems to be uh, extending over to Alexa Bliss, too. She seems to be on the shelf for now. Uh, she has not been seen since uh, the what six seven weeks ago um she is actually tweeted out that she's not on hiatus however if you haven't worked in six weeks then that's kind of hiatus uh an involuntary hiatus apparently uh yeah i mean yeah i don't want to say too much well it it sucks because i love bray and i I love what bray could have been the angle just it went too far yeah. And it took entirely too long, right? That, that's the thing. Once, they once he made, once he made his debut, I, like everything leading up to it, you know the 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 clues here, the clues there. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I was a big fan of that. People were into it. Yeah, yeah people, people were into, into it. it. But then we've got a six month storyline on who Uncle Howdy is. And who gives and, a crap at this point? <laughs> And that should have taken all of maybe a month. Um, I, there, there's a sweet spot because we criticized Tony Khan for hot shotting angles and rushing through storylines quickly. There's a sweet spot. This is too long for this story because now, no matter who Uncle Howdy is or was intended to be, it's not good enough. Whoever it is cannot justify this long of of a, of a run. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and if you're trying to make another Undertaker, it's just not gonna quite be the same 
you know, Undertaker's, uh, but Undertaker, when you're pulling him along, I mean, you're feeding jobbers, you know, right. you're, you're not getting him into these deep storylines with people like LA Knight, who you should be probably not pairing him up with. Um, and you shouldn't be doing anything to make LA Knight look stupid because you've already done that for two years. With the, because he, uh, he can't, he can't be anything other than a jobber. Uh, or, or anything other than uh, anything other than lose that uh, feud because feud. you built Bray up to be entirely too strong. Um, and don't get me wrong, man the 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 entrance rocks. I love Bray's entrance. Uh, the music is good, and and the fans love him. Um, Glacier was, had a hell of an entrance, and it just sort of I don't know the. It's it's just it's too much stuff going on like during matches when it's I just want to see a match. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't need to see a gimmick. I, I don't need a lights out Ma- Mountain Dew Mellow Yellow match. Whatever. Um, I need just a regular match, and it, it's still believable if you have a regular yeah. freaking match. Do I think Bray well, why does he can need, if he's this scary yeah. and this badass if he needs all this poofera around it? Honestly, I really want Bray Wyatt to direct a horror movie. I think he would be great at it. Um, yeah. I mean, or be in a Rob Zombie horror movie or something. Well, I, I, I honestly, Rob Zombie is what comes to mind whenever I was thinking mm-hmm. about him being in a horror film. I mean, the yeah. fiend, the fiend character. You know, I think it was Tom Savini. Uh, the guy mm-hmm. that made the Jason uh, makes Jason masks and the the stuff from Friday the Thirteenth and all different types mm-hmm. of horror films, he made that mask. I mean, he reached out to. Oh, it's a Tom. great mask. It, it's great. It's terrifying. Uh, it would yeah. go great, I think, in a horror movie. Um, I got and, that ultimate right up here. Yeah, I mean, I think right. it's a great look. Um, you know, I don't. I do not think that he should have gotten released in the in the first place. Um, last last go around, I was enjoying the fiend, right? Um, but I just mm-hmm. didn't care for the gimmick matches, turning you know doing, turning the damn lights red every time he comes out. I mean, come on, dude! I don't need that. He doesn't need well, it. Well, and it it strains credulity so much, like. I don't mind that I'm watching the pup, a puppet show. I'll accept that I'm watching a puppet show, but please at least try to hide the strings. Because, like, you know, who's in the back? Who has he paid off with the lighting guy to change the lights in the match? Like, not even the Undertaker had the lights changed during the match as part of his entrance, right? Like, it just... Goldberg, Goldberg, Gold Dust. I think it it made a little bit of sense because he was Hollywood and theatrical, and he would have literally paid somebody to keep the gold light on during his matches. Like, like I could under you could buy that, but if you're trying to tell me it's supernatural, that's BS. I mean, and Tom Savini, um, Sex Machine of Dust Till Dawn from Dust Till Dawn fame. For those who don't know him as a, a horror prosthesis manufacturer. Um, yeah, he did a phenomenal job. I don't know. Did he have input on the belt too that that Brett that Bray had the yeah. belt? Yeah, he had. That he was had badass, man. I really liked it. But at the same time, like like you said, I think it lends itself more to if WWE's films were still around, that that should have been there. You know, 
their star attraction. But just what they're doing now, it's taken too long. And now I don't care. And just like the Firefly Funhouse had a really good start. Like I thought that could really be something, but it took too long to get anywhere. And, you know, we, I think you and I talked about before the original Wyatt family run. I love, loved it. Love. I thought it was tremendous. They never got the, the feud with the shield that I thought they should. Like, I thought they should have a long feud with the shield that culminates in a, you know, cultist versus D, you know, ATF. You know, oh uh, man, match. that, that, the, uh, the feud that he had with, uh, John Cena when he comes out and he's got all these kids walking to the ring singing, he's got the whole world in his hands. That was cool. Yeah. I mean, it's creepy. I, <laughs> I loved it. Um, but then it, it, it culminates in the Ernest Goes Insane match, uh, the, the cinematic uh, thing at WrestleMania. And well, just... no, no, no. This was, this was uh, prior. This is whenever he was in his uh, uh, Wyatt family. Oh, his family thing still. Yeah, yeah. yeah this was. Uh, he's got I get those the whole sea nation oh, right. in his hands. <laughs> and then the lights go out and then all the kids just put on the, the lamb mask. Um, mm-hmm. It was cool. Yeah, that was cool. And we never found out whose sister Abigail was. I wanted it to be AJ so bad. Um, AJ Styles? No, AJ the girl. Um, <laughs> AJ Lee. Okay, never Lee, thank you. God, I could not <laughs> think about like, AJ Styles. AJ Styles. I, I don't no, know about no. that creative there, I wanted, bro. <laughs> no, I wanted to be AJ Lee so bad. Because I think that was right around the time she was general manager of SmackDown, right? Yeah, I thought Sarah Logan would have would have been great at that. Um, Could be, yeah. But we'll never know now because it's another storyline's been pissed down the collective leg of WWE. Yeah, for some reason, Bray like just, so many before it and since. For some reason, Bray just has uh, no been sort of snake bit at some point uh, no. with his gimmicks, and I don't know why. But uh, yeah, well, so again, I kind of offhandedly said that. You know, Glacier had a good entrance too. Well, it's kind of the same thing. Like Glacier, a year or two before, would have been the biggest star in the. Oh my god! Like if they had actually been timely with the Mortal Kombat connection, like he would have been over like Rover, because that was a cool presentation that appealed to the market they were going for. You know, and Ray and Bray are both good workers. There's nothing wrong with with any of their either of their work, as far as I can tell. Um, they're maybe not the greatest in the world, but they're serviceable, certainly. Um, but it's just they couldn't get out of the way of that entrance and look and gimmick, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Speaking of gimmicks, uh, there seems <clears throat> to be a uh, whisper in the wind that uh, Mr. L.A. Knight is trying to have a match with no other than Stone Cold Steve Austin um, at WrestleMania this year. And, of course, this is on the uh, on the heels, uh, if you will, of Mr. Austin having a pretty good match with KO last year, Kevin Owens, that is. Um, J.D., what are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, I love L.A. Gear. I think he's, uh, you know, a real up-and-comer. In, in L.A. The... Gear? in the right yeah um yeah he really uh, lights uh, up uh, 
Yeah, he lights up the screen anytime you see him. I'm sorry, when I got it wrong. Especially no, when it I'm walks sorry, away. No. Yeah, well, doesn't everybody light up when he walks away? Um, but, you know, no, it's night. I'm sorry, British Knights. That, that's it. Um, I like him. He's got the right look, obviously. He's got charisma. It's there. I mean, I, I don't, you know, they got to coax a little bit more out of him. But it's certainly, I think, there. Uh, his work is fine from everything I can tell. Um, so yeah, no, I, I like the idea of, um, him being used in a big spot. I don't know that, um, Stone Cold is, is the way to go with that, but yeah, cause in the immortal, nothing against Steve because in the immortal words of Mike Tyson, Cold Stone's my man. Um, but just like we're going to get into with the Owens thing. I didn't. I had not watched this because I knew I wouldn't care for it because it's not for me, right? But don't go by me. I'm I'm weird. I have really specific tastes. I like to see and good matches, but between and I like to see good matches between active wrestlers. I know that's odd. That's a weird thing to ask for. Uh, it's kind of a niche audience, um, but that's what I like. Um, you know, and you on the other hand have this. Uh, you love making me watch things that I don't want to watch and uh, making me unhappy. So, you know, it's just, too, it's whatever you're into. Well, me right? on the I'm other hand, here. I I'm just like good matches and good stories. Call me crazy. I'm not here to kink shame, you know, it's fine. Um, but, you know, I, I would put before, before we have him selling his ass off as, as Owens did, I'm, I'm we're going to get to it later, but, I would like to see L.A. Knight have more wins under his belt and be a big name before he starts selling for an almost 60-year-old man who hasn't had a match in 20, almost 20 years. Um, that's not true. You have one That's me? Year. Well, I'm, until this, yeah. Until that, he hadn't had one in, in almost 20 years. So, um, yeah, that's me. I'd like to see him in something that matters. Um, this to me is when you're playing the WWE video game, you just hit, you know, an exhibition match and you go, I was never a guy that played the exhibition matches. I was in the season mode or GM mode, like what playing Madden. I wanted the season or the franchise mode, a match in isolation doesn't really do that much for me. Um, but so I, I don't see how it helps LA Knight. Really, other than just the, the name association with, with Stone Cold, if he beats him, great. You beat a six year old or almost six year old. How old is Cold Stone these days? In his 50s, 50s, certainly. Late 50s. Yeah. So you beat, oh, great. Congratulations. Oh. You beat an AARP member. Uh, and God forbid you lose to him. He's 58 years old. So damn near 60. It's just, it's lose lose to me for, for, um, for old LA here. So, Louisiana night, I feel like, you know, being in the ring with Austin, like for a promo and they, they're, they're chit-chatting back and forth and Austin gives them the, you know, the seal of approval or something in, in a promo, fine, wonderful, glad to, thanks for the rub. Uh, but this, I just don't see it. That's hmm. me, so. Well, I'm going to, I, <clears throat> I don't know. I think I'm going to slightly disagree with you because honestly, I think <gasps> don't. I think Steve puts him over. Um, if they do, oh great, he beat a 50 year old man. That's awesome. Well, 
know, 58-year-old man can have a good old match. So, <laughs> just saying. And if, you, bad and, if you bad think, and if you think that this Kevin Owens Steve Austin match is bad, then I don't know what the hell to tell you. It was way better than no. Look, no, no, no. It's not embarrassing by any stretch. No, no, no. I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna say it was bad. It's, I'm not, it's I'm not even it was say better it was than the one than the last one he had with The Rock. Because that one, he had, that last one he had with The Rock sucked. I just watched it. I actually just watched it because I'm on my yearly watching all the WrestleManias, and so I think I just saw it. It was this week. I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before. It was not their best. It was not the best of their three matches, but I thought it was good. And but the funny thing about it is watching it even watching it now, but I think also even watching it then, if I'm remembering it correctly, it felt like a match from the bygone era. Like it, it felt like a match to me. And I want to do a, a more in depth. Uh, dive on this event at some point, but WrestleMania 17 in 2001 to me felt like the crescendo, the climax of the Monday Night Wars, the Attitude Era, that second big wrestling boom after the 80s. Uh, that was kind of the crescendo, then everything else after that has been just an exhalation for the next several years, and that includes the Rock Stone Cold match, because even when it was happening, I mean, you, know, you had Triple H versus Booker T for the title. You had Kurt Angle versus Brock, that felt like the current generation um, at that time. And to me, uh, Stone Cold and The Rock felt like the last, like the generation that had just ended. Like it, it was just, that era had just gone by. Um, that Anyway, that's how I felt about that third match. Yeah, I, I didn't care for it. I thought that, <clears throat> I didn't think it was very good at all. And well, there's a reason granted, it wasn't the main event. Granted, I'm putting them at a different, uh, on a different, I expect more out of them, I guess, is what mm -hmm. I'm looking at. And I think probably right here is because going into this match with Kevin Owens, they didn't, it, it was not even thought that he, they were even going to have a match. Um, yeah, they, weren't they, went, sure. they went out of their way to tell everyone that that wasn't going to happen, yada, yada, yada. Stone Cold's too old. I mean, he's too hurt, yada, yada, yada. So, leading up to it, I, I mean, I was of the opinion that it wasn't going to happen. Maybe there's, a, you know, a little bit of a brawl or something like that. And real quick, and it's over. Um, however, you know, once they get the ref in the ring and the, the bell rings, it, there was a good, obviously a good pop from the crowd. I popped. I was like, holy hell, this is actually going to happen. So... <clears throat> To that extent, I think that they uh, they booked it just right because you got to tune in to see what's going to happen, uh, and tune in I did. So, without further ado, I guess we can go right on to this watch along here. We're talking WrestleMania 38. It's going to be season 38, episode two on your peacock. Okay, guys, we're actually going to be at three hours, thirty two minutes, and fifty seconds. That's three hours, 32 minutes, and 50 seconds. We're talking WrestleMania 38. That's season 38, episode two on your Peacock app. JD, give us a countdown. All right, sir. At three minutes, 33 minutes, three hours, 32 minutes, and 50 seconds. Like I said, you should be seeing a, a suspiciously tan referee jogging beside a, a camouflage four-wheeler. And in three, two, one, play. 
And now Owens is out. Now, as you know, hold on, since we're watching Cold Stone, I got to do a little something. There we go. All right, we're clearing out the furniture. We're ready to rumble here. Uh, as you know, I've never been the biggest Kevin Owens fan in the world. I think he's fine. Uh, it just, I love Kevin. nothing about him has ever stood out to me as exceptional in any capacity. Uh, but I have to say, he sells his us off here. He does a great job, I think, in this match, selling for uh, Stone Cold, even if it's a bad idea to do so. Um <clears throat> We're looking at a 57-year-old man at this point who hasn't wrestled a match in 19 years. If he beats Kevin Owens, what trouble does anyone else in the, on the roster have beating being uh, beating Mr. Owens? That, that's it's my not question. just a 58-year-old man. This is one of the greatest. I don't give a shit. I mean, it's a, yeah, that that's wonderful. Two bro, two bad knees and a bad neck. A, a, a the prize fighter. That's his whole gimmick. He's a prize fighter. Is Kevin Owens? If he has trouble with, like, it's not. The same as who was the guy with the little wax mustache and the umbrella that would die? Like, yeah, Stone Cold should whoop his ass. But Kevin Owens is supposed to be a badass prize fighter. Are you referring oh, to that, Gallagher? Gallagher, Gentleman yeah. Jack Gallagher. Thank Gentleman you. Jack. Gentleman Jack Gallagher. Uh, yeah, those kicks in the mush here, those mud hole stomps, those are just... It's like yeah. it's like it's underwater. It's like it's it's aqua aerobics, uh, you know, for the senior set. And he's just moving through water here. It does not does not look good. Uh, let me just give you as as a broad generalization, as a rule of thumb, if you did not wrestle in a t-shirt for the majority of your career, but you are now wrestling in a t-shirt, you are making a mistake. Looking your well, way. Both both of them are wearing t-shirts. Yes, but Kevin Owens always wears a T-shirt. That's why I said if you have not wrestled in one, you're the majority of your career. He always wrestles in one. That's fine. Stone Cold did not. Ric Flair did not. So Steve doesn't do it look now that bad with his shirt off. No, that's what I'm saying. I don't think he needs to wrestle with his shirt off, but he or with the shirt on, he could go bare chested here, but he's not. Well, he's a, he's always going to gonna be comparing comparing himself to 20, yes. 20 years ago. I mean, but yeah, my point I'm is not going to look as good. If anybody can get away with a beer belly, if anybody's going to get away with having a beer belly, it's Stone Cold Steve Austin. And, you know, he doesn't look bad in the shirt. I'm not, not saying that's not my point. My point is that speaks to his confidence level coming into this. If he's not going to wear, if he's going to insist on wearing a shirt, then he doesn't think he looks good enough. He doesn't think he's got enough left. And that's what I'm saying. Product placement. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, he's got those BSR beers out here, baby. He's ready. Hey, yeah, BSR. I did notice the brand of beer. I, I did definitely look and say, "Oh, yeah, he's wearing his, he's, he's got his old uh, microbrew on there." Th I love this it. is this is the lager, <laughs> not not the yeah. uh, session IPA. Which well, yeah, I mean, you don't the session, wanna, you don't the session something IPA like is a, very good. Well, that's a post match beer. We all know that you want you want something crisper, like you know, like a lager. Uh, during the match, <laughs> obviously. Now, <clears throat> what I was going to say earlier is that, you know, Stone Cold should not be ashamed here. This is not a bad match in that respect. Like, it's not an embarrassment to his career. It's still only the second worst thing that he's ever done. Um, looking at the what chant, which is the literal worst thing about Stone Cold's legacy. Um, yeah, so I, this didn't cost him his legacy to me or anything like that. So it's not 
I think that you made your mind of, up going into this that you weren't going to like it and you're trying to justify it. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I went into this expecting not to praise it at all. And I've already praised Kevin Owens uh, <laughs> selling and the fact that this is not uh, a humiliating embarrassment. <laughs> so I am I, I'm speaking glowingly of this match compared to what I thought I was going to. If Ric Flair's last match is the, uh, if that is the, the, the uh, line, this kills yeah, it. The measuring oh, I have not even seen the Ric Flair's last match. I know this is much better. That doesn't make it good, but it's also not bad. Like it's like I said, I'm not I'm not embarrassed for Steve that this is happening. This you know is what I mean? good. I don't know what so, you're talking about. I don't. I'm not going to go so far as to call it good. It's just it's not bad. Yeah, you're crazy. And again, if you're doing if you're laying down for a 57 year old man, um. Yeah, I don't know what I don't understand how Bobby Lashley is going to have, you know, two minutes worth of trouble taking you right out. Roman should kill him. Should wear Roman should wear Kevin Owens' face like a mask, beard beard still attached. If he loses to a fifty-seven-year-old man, can we both agree? Can we both agree that at fifty-seven, Stone Cold Steve Austin can still go? Oh. For a fi- the average fifty-seven-year-old, re- even just fifty-seven-year-old wrestler, he's in tremendous shape. Oh, please! There's people on the roster today had, that can't hold a candle to this guy right now. I sadly, that is absolutely true, and that is an indictment of the modern roster more than a praise of. of I mean, it's both, but it's just as heavy an indictment of the roster now than it is a. Uh, a praise, oh my God! This dude right here. Look at him out there in the crowd. He knows how to work it. He ain't forgot. Listen, no one has ever questioned that Stone Cold had it, oh, and he has not lost it. He is as charismatic as ever. But, but okay, so how about this? Crowd, in a shoot, in a shoot fight, in a shoot fight, do you think Kevin Owens can beat Steve Austin? I don't know what either one of them's shoot background is. So I have no idea. I would think that Kevin Owens ought to be able to. Yes. I don't think so. Well, uh, so oh. more about Kevin Owens. If you don't think he can pick oh. any 57 year old, I don't care. Pick your 57 year old. I don't care. God, he just took a suplex onto the concrete. You're talking about, yeah, know, people okay. make, people make poor decisions all the time. It's not bad. Give me a break. Yeah. I just, <laughs> you know, again, I, I wish while this is not a, an embarrassment by any stretch, it's not, yeah, I understand I'm damning with faint praise. I still wish WWE would take their own advice and leave the memories alone. There are a lot of things I you think you want to see that you don't want to see. And I didn't need this. <laughs> People taking selfies Steve right there. Hey, look, Steve's getting his ass kicked right here. Nice to meet you. Right? Yeah. Of course, Kevin Owens right here. I don't know, man. I just think for my money, this is five stars. I mean, you, you wow. especially with everything that they did leading up to it and the fact that Steve is out there working his ass off. Kevin's out there working his ass off. Oh, that, they're trying hard. No question. I think you're crazy. I think this is one of the best. No first absence of, all, of malice here. First first of all, there this is the best match of, of the first night. It's not even close. Again, does that say more about this match or does that say more about the rest of the card? Well, that's fine if you want to shit on everybody. I mean, he balls Mahoney himself coming back over the, the, the safety railing here. He couldn't clear that. 
Nice. Like that was supposed to that was supposed to fall. Oh, get the monitors off of those. Them shits cost money. What are you doing? But no, I think Kevin does a heck of a job. I think Steve does a. Did they just job. recently just... replace the tube monitors? It seemed like they had those for a long time. Yeah, yeah, they had the tube monitors for way after they should have had touchscreens. No, I mean I want to say they had yeah, it like two they... years ago. <laughs> I mean, it was yeah, a nice little visual way. clearing them off. You know the right thing right there. But... Excuse me. A few more beers. There we go. Beautiful. Especially but the spot have... that ends this match, I think, also maybe disproportionately makes me not like it. Like, you know, and we'll, we'll get to it, but um, when we get there, we'll, we'll talk more about it. But like I said, you know, it's not... And, and Stone Cold's work always is a little... Like the the mud hole stomps, no, they always look like crap. Kind of like the rocks punches. Always, yeah. I was like never, I was never a big fan crap. of the mud hole stomps. I, so, I always it, the, the Thez press and the uh, piston fire. I like that, but the mud hole stomps, right? I don't know. No, I agree with you. And, and but it, it was Stone Cold, so you let it go. There, there's a lot of things you're willing to overlook because the total package. With apologies to uh, hopefully soon to be Hall of Famer Lex Luger, uh, if the total package is there then you forgive some of this stuff. Like the rocks punches look like crap. The, you know, Austin's mud hole stomps look like crap, but everything else looks so, you know, was so believable and he was believable. Oh, sidebar um, here. Um, yes. Yes. Go ahead. Mick Foley. Uh, I forgot to mention this earlier as Kevin Owens gets on the four wheeler right here. By the way, I just got a four wheeler. Hot wire yes, this uh, four wheeler. And um, okay, is it an electric? Is it a hybrid? Was oh <laughs> no, he's had to buy time for Kevin Owens. He's no, not he's from Texas. Time for... He's not from Texas, so he doesn't know how to drive a four wheeler. Yeah, because there's no ranchers or you know otherwise country people in Canada. I, I remember his his little promo leading up to this. Oh, well, get he's... off your stupid cowboy hat! Take your stupid boots! I was like, dude, have you been to Cal what is in Calgary? The Stampede. But he had well, like you know, all he, Canadians uh, are not like he... that. He's, he's French Canadian, yes. He's no, from he's, Montreal, right. isn't he? He's Montreal, Quebec. Right. No, he well, or the, thereabouts. He's from he's from Quebec, certainly. So he would not be a rancher either. No, I get that, but but he gave the impression that Canada does not have that kind of thing. I was like, that's not true at all. You probably um, don't see anyway, it in Montreal. Not in Montreal, no. Uh, I understand uh, fabulous red light district. From what I'm told, harkening back to our prior yeah, conversation I'm, I'm last week, told there's quite a few uh, lovely strip clubs there. Yeah, I'm told it's 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 lovely this kind of, this time of year. Um, so yeah, to to your point though, I think I don't know. It's just I I didn't need. I just felt this this maybe is just unnecessary is the best word I can describe it because I thought his his finish was fine. You don't uh, like the rock match as much as I did, but ugh. basically I wanted him to stop before it got any worse. Oh, but what I was uh, going to talk about on the sidebar there, uh, oh, Mick yeah, Foley sorry. actually uh, said that uh, somebody reached out to him to induct him into the Hall of Fame. He didn't say who, but he says it's somebody that he's not talked to in years. Um, no, I heard that. Yeah, he mentioned that on his podcast, I think. So I'm trying to think. So Mick may be inducting be. someone. It might be Stacy. It really, I, honestly, because honestly, it could be. To get a boob job. I know. Yeah, it could be her. 
That's my that therein is my point because apparently they were buddies, you know, somewhat. And he, you know, he's told the story numerous times about basically reading in between the lines, encouraging her not to get an augmentation. And and I'll say this: if Lex Luger doesn't go in this year, there is no justice on this planet. Well, there is Sid justice. Would love to see Sid come in, but. As Sid Justice specifically, that'd be amazing. I don't know about no, that. I, I, like, I, like, in, I like Psycho Sid myself. I know, yeah, no, Psycho Sid was bad, and you you forget about it, and people kind of laugh it off. Oh, Psycho Sid, watch him come out for that match. The Undertaker, he is over. Like the crowd yeah, is man. into him. Like he, I, people. I'll tell you what, dude, on... Steve, Steve was put down a twelve pack in this one. <laughs> well, don't they, don't, don't they have to bring in a second twelve pack at the end? <laughs> I think they make mention that they had to bring in another one. He's crushing them tall boys, baby. He's wasting a lot. Come on now. And that's the American logger. Well, he always wasted a lot of it. Stunner. Yeah, I mean, that was, oh, stunner. Here we go. The number two stunner. It's not the number one stunner because, you know, it was Kevin Owens doing it. But, yeah, now I've criticized Kevin Owens a lot, and I continue. I plan to continue to do so. But I think he does an excellent job here. I really do. With the exception I, honestly, I think as that. far as like an opponent, I don't think anybody could have done any better with Steve. His, I, yeah, I think I, I think his style, his style, his style matches up very well with Steve. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I mean, you, gosh, man, you look at any of the matches that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn have had; it's just magic. It's it's a modern. It, it is oh, the remember, closest yeah. thing that you will find modern day to Flair Steamboat. It is the closest thing that you will find. Um, well, they've been rehearsing that match since they were 12 years old. So, yeah, it should be pretty good. But, I mean, you, you look at the, the Hell in a Cell. Uh, uh, this the, right here. <laughs> that. That's, that. That's the end of, at this point, what we think of Stone Cold's last match, his big comeback match. Yeah. Smack yourself in the face with a chair. Stunner. But, and, it, every, it and the crowd Were there not any wild. bananas and catering? There wasn't a peel around for him to slip on? I mean, that's the end. Really? That's what does it. Hey, ah, oof. Not, that's a no for me. I though. got all kind of um, time for this. Like, you should have, um, what, 15 minutes? Because that's about what it took Ugh, for it. Man. Yeah, I mean, I just don't see how Kevin Owens recovers from selling for a 57 year old man for for 15 minutes well he seems I mean, to be headlining he, this he seems to be headlining this year's wrestlemania so i think he recovered i know fine. poor decisions get made a lot um <laughs> oh yeah like just, the bloodline storyline just sucks right no the bloodline storyline is amazing we've, we've all credited that i'm talking this is the poor decision no. having somebody that you have plans for in the future losing to a you know aarp card holder uh it's just and we all love Stone Cold Steve Austin. Don't get me wrong. If you catch his podcast when he's got like a Jim Cornette or a Jim Ross or some old wrestling figure on there, it will be the best hour to two hours of your wrestling day. No question about that. If you catch one of the episodes where he's riding around on his farm and talking about his favorite pocket knives with his gamekeeper, then you're going to want to, you know, uh, <clears throat> do something else. Let me say that. I don't want to uh, be any more graphic than that. But, you know, was this necessary? No. 
Uh, is it necessary to drink your own urine? No, but Patches O'Houlihan thinks it's sterile and he likes the taste. But here, so here we are. I, I don't know. Such an My underrated initial, movie. No, it's a great movie. Um, that and accepted. My initial result, it, it's better than I thought it would have been because I thought it would have been a grease fire that engulfed the entire arena in flames and burned it all down to the ground. So, again, it wasn't good enough. To, it wasn't what I would consider good, but it certainly wasn't bad. It wasn't a, you know, five-finger stinker or whatever they call God it. Damn, um, he, he didn't catch the beer. How dare he? I think that's Steve's see, brother. It's, it's past him. The, the game has passed him by. Uh, well, yeah. I think that that's Steve's yeah. brother that he threw the beer to. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Austin, Austin. Yeah. Or whatever. Well, I don't know what his brother's name is. but uh, Something Williams, I bet. Well, I mean, I get that. Yeah, I, I don't know what the hell his first name is. Mr. at this point. And the, the cops with the cowboy hats. God love them. Oh, that's good times. I don't know why yeah, they had see, to escort him out. Couldn't they have just man. left him there? No, because they're going to milk this. <laughs> you say bye. I'm pretty sure he just said bye, MFR. <laughs> Maybe. Well, he did drop a, a S bomb uh, in the in the prelude to this here, so you can tell her on a premium live event. Yeah, he just squeezed all that out. That was nothing. And I didn't watch this, whatever is going to occur here, so I'm get, don't mess with Texas. Because Cold Stone said so. All right. Very good. Now apologize to us all for having to sit through 15 years of what chance, and then maybe we'll call it you. I think he's apologized several times. <laughs> now, now, now. The uh, Canadian government has apologized for Brian Adams several times. Now, really, has he apologized for it? Because that is yeah, he wishes he wishes that he hadn't done ever it. happened. Yeah, I wish he that, hadn't have done it. Wishes that he hadn't have done it. Because stupid people have no. He said it, it was a. It, he loved it whenever you know he was using it. It was, you know, they were feeding off of him and it was screwing up whoever he was talking to. But then it like bled over into other people and yeah, he never he it was never the intended audible for laser that. pointer in wrestling. I know. Well, I understand he didn't mean for that to happen, but. A lot of things weren't intended you, to You know the today. origin of that story, right? Yeah, Christian left him a voicemail or something like that. Or he, he, left he, he, left, a he left Christian a voicemail. And like acted like the, the service was going in and out of the phone. He said, what? Can't hear you. What? Or something like that. Well, no, <laughs> like Steve is actually driving at the time. Yeah. And he's, he's pounding beers apparently at the same time. Uh, hmm. Probably not a good idea. but uh, Definitely not a good idea. And he just, can you hear me? What? Let's see what? Yeah. Yeah, so Christian's hands actually aren't playing on this either. I think Christian's like, dude, you need to do that. You know, in, in the ring. Um, and it's the worst idea anyone's ever had. Um, because it just, interviews became impossible for years so, after that. So I, when I was in Montgomery, Alabama, going to law school, there was a, uh, yeah, because that's his brother there. There's his brother right there. Yeah. That looks like his brother with the fishing shirt. And the pink wristband. <laughs> kind of looks like. Uh... 
There you go. Kind of looks no. like the. Uh, See, that's nice. Kind of looks like a sort of a, how Jeff Jarrett should look today. Right. Now, Jeff is also in incredible shape for being, is he 53? Gosh, man, I think Jeff Jarrett's having some of the best matches of his career. But Jeff was never like yeah. a, he was never like a, he worked a lot like Jerry Lawler. Like he was not. Yeah, do the minimum. Yeah. Which, which is not, that sounds like an insult. It's not. It's not. It's the smartest thing you could possibly do. Um, no, I, no, I don't mean that as, as a shot. Um, and also he's never really been off. You know what I mean? Like he has worked pretty much consistently for 30 years. Yeah. I think it's a little bit different than having a a 20 year layoff. But yeah, that's Um, that. So, uh, um, I guess we're going to have to disagree on that. I got a lot of time for it. I love it. Well, I had about 15 minutes for it and they've used them up. Um, yeah, it's, just, it's not my thing. That's not what I want to see, personally. Like, I'd rather speculate about what a match would be. That's, uh, you know, because in my head, that can't let me down. Um, but it was not nearly as bad as I assumed it would be. Tune in next week when we watch every promo that included Miss Elizabeth ever. Now, I, I can watch those because she's not, believe me, she's not doing the promos. Apparently, she did have a match, and we can yeah, watch she that. Did. That, yeah. would, that would be, well, it lasted two minutes. <laughs> yeah. And, no. Uh, no. Medusa this, came and saved the day. To me, you know, it's not on the level, like you said, of Ric Flair. Well, actually, Ric Flair's last match was tremendous. Uh, with Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania in Orlando, that that match was amazing and just everything you could have wanted. So I, it wasn't as good as Ric Flair's last match. And actually, okay, I know you want to talk about Ric Flair's other last match back in 95 when uh, Hogan came in and they put uh, Flair's career on the line and he lost. You know, I, I remember that. That was a fine match too. Uh, but no other final matches were had by Ric Flair. So, um, you know, while it wasn't on the level of whatever he, whatever that debacle was last year. To Denial me, this, is not just this... a river in Egypt. Hmm? What? Denial is not what? just a river in Egypt. Yeah. So, um, it's not on the level of whatever that was last year, um, with, <laughs> with Mr. Flair in the t-shirt. Cause remember it. It struck me funny because I, you know, obviously I didn't watch the match, but I did see some still images from it. He talked about how embarrassed he was, him being Flair, um, to wrestle the last Nitro in a t-shirt. I'm like, well, look what you're doing now, mother, father, wrestling in a t-shirt again. If you did not wrestle in a t-shirt and you are now wrestling in a t-shirt, you are making a mistake as a broad generalization. Yeah. Well, I enjoyed it. Of course, it hits you in the nostalgia feels, and it doesn't embarrass you. And uh, I'll be honest with you, five five stars all the way. The only way it could have been better is if Jim Duggan would have done a run-in with Old Glory. There you go. That's something that old men smacking people with two-by-fours, that's believable. I'll give you that one. (laughs) I can believe that. And he just recently subdued a robber in his house. Um. 
Jim's Jim's got the story to tell, brother. <laughs> yeah, now that I would, I, I want to hear him tell that in the Jim Duggan style, uh, he, to which we have all become accustomed. Oh, he's he um, went on so, Fox yeah. News talking about it. I think it was on Tucker Carlson. Of course he did. Where else would he go? Come it was on. on Tucker Carlson. <laughs> did Tucker Carlson break into his house? Why was he on him? The, the, there was just I don't know. It was just a opportunity to get turn. off of Tucker. He's not that big. He can't take that. No, uh, we should have had uh, what's this uh, Tyrus uh, interviewing Duggan about that. That'd have been I'd watch that. Yeah. Well. Anyways, folks, we hope you have enjoyed it. Thank you all well, so hey, much for bearing with us. I did, not to bring the whole uh, show down. I meant to mention this earlier, but I forgot about it. Uh, thoughts and prayers going out to Arn Anderson uh, yes. and the tragic loss of his oldest son uh, Barrett. Um, yes. 37 years old. Did I read 37? Yes, sir. My goodness. What a, what a tragedy. Uh, so definitely pouring our hearts out for you there, Arn. Um, uh, I can't fathom it. So, uh, you know, just a, a spare thought, spare prayer for, for double a yeah, thoughts and prayers going up for old double a. Um, I, I, I do hate that I've, forgot to talk about that today but honestly no i, was, I meant to mention i thought about it earlier so uh, looking today, so yeah. looking forward to this match and your your response to it i i guess i uh, hope I, it lived I up to that well anyways folks uh follow us on facebook follow us on twitter at army of smartness email us army of smartness at gmail.com and of course leave us those five star reviews we really appreciate it and thank you all so much Hopefully we can work through our issues that are having that we're having with Apple Podcasts. Uh, if not, I'm gonna send uh, gonna send JD after him. And uh, you know we're gonna do a massive boy boycott with our dozens, nay, scores of listeners uh, across with the breadth of this great country and around the world. Exactly, we're flying them in from the Netherlands, from from Australia, from the nether regions, from Australia, uh, everywhere, baby, from all of all over the globe. But uh, anyways, do you have anything else that you would like to add? Uh, no, I think I've depressed everyone enough, but uh, all right. Aaron, go Brock. And um, happy St. Patty's to everybody out there. Yeah, certainly happy St. Patty's to all celebrants. And I will bid our listening audience adieu. Adieu.